Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Hello, Gordon. Hello, Jake. What's happening over there? I'm just getting ready for the radio show. Austin's been in there scurrying around, getting ready for the show. How are you, Austin? I don't think I've ever like seen... Like a cockroach. I don't think I've ever seen Austin scurry. <laughs> you never want anyone to say you're scurrying about. Why? Because that's what little critters and vermin do. <laughs> you, you, you never see, whoo, look at that beauty. She sure scurries about. <laughs> that's like scamper, right? The only time you ever hear the word scamper is uh, in reference to a running back. Is it the only time? Do you ever use the word scamper? Uh... When a deer goes across the highway. Is that scampering? Or is that scurrying? No. Scurrying, you have to have more than four legs. (laughs) Wait a minute. Do vermin have more than four legs? Yes, all of them. Beetles, spiders, you name it. That's not vermin. Vermin Vermin are like rats. Or mice. Maybe in your house. Those in my house, those are dinner. (laughs) Oh jeez. We're off to an interesting start. (laughs) I guess we are. What's the deal with the weather? Well, it's the weather. Crazy. What's the deal with the weather? It's May 21st. It's spring in Utah. It goes back and forth. It it might snow tonight. Brace yourself. I know you're really uh, eager for the summer to get here, but this this is what happens. It's supposed to rain all week. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is. Oh, well. All right. Nothing we can do about it. No. There's zero we can do about it. (laughs) Unless you believe in rain dancing or something of those sorts. uh, Well, I don't know. Does rain dancing work? I doubt it. Uh, all right, then. Well, we're stuck. Is there, I know there's a rain dance. Is there, you know, is there a sun dance? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's down south. <laughs> a little canyon down there. I guess, I guess so. If somebody out there can make the sun come out, that'd be good. Bob Redford lives down there, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. I'm sure he listens to the show all the time. Thanks for listening, Bob. I think Bob ever listens to the show? Constantly. Do he ever does? I don't think he misses a minute. Has he ever minute. heard it? Is he a sports fan? I have no idea if Robert Redford is a sports fan. Hmm. Ironically, he won't uh, listen to the movie zone, but he'll listen to the big show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's a, a, a regular on the movie zone. <laughs> what, what are, are they talking about? about me on the movie zone? Got to check that you out. You should take a flyer and see if you could you could send an email to one of Bob's folks. See if, <laughs> Actually, you, see if he'll come on. It worked on a, a smaller scale recently. We The local filmmaker, we were trying to get them on the air. We couldn't connect with them, so we just said on the air, hey, if you're out there, come on. And they came on the All next right, week. So really? So, yeah. So how about that? Cool. Who was it? Uh, Savannah Osler. She made twice the dream. Oh. It was just in Megaplex. A That's weeks cool. Ago. You think one of her people heard it and got? In That's touch exactly with what happened. Yeah. So who's the most famous listener of the Big Show? Who 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 can we have call in? If you're famous, and uh, give Austin a call. I'll give out that number, Austin. No. <laughs> <laughs> The most, if you're the most famous person listening, call in. Yeah, 
I mean, you know who you are. I don't think we're going to get one phone call. No, I think we're going to get eight, but it's not going to be legitimate. Nobody famous, yeah. It's all Tony Parks. <laughs> yeah. And all his personalities. What's our number? Is it 855-340-ZONE? That's right, actually. Yeah. I'm impressed. Seven years uh, in this studio, and you got the right number. 855-340-ZONE. If you're famous, call Austin. See who the most famous Big Show listener is, even if you're just an occasional listener. Now, what numbers are represented by the word zone? That's 3663, isn't it? No. It's 6993? Nope. 9663? That's right. All right. On, on about your sixth try. Isn't it on a paper in front of you? Yeah. No. It oh, is. does that paper disappear? Not in front of me. Not over here. Oh, okay. It's on Jake's side. The most famous person listening, call him. Yeah, if you're famous. This is not going to be legitimate. If you're famous, call Austin, and then we'll decide if you are the most famous, you know? And if you're you're relatively famous, then you're probably going to win. But, and we'll give you jazz tickets for next year or something. Wait a minute. Don't (laughs) promise something when we can't deliver. (laughs) We can deliver that. That's on you, then. We can. We'll get get you those we'll, jazz tickets. We'll, ki- we'll give you. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see where this goes. You wanted to do this. All right. Uh, we're going out to Batman and Abraham Lincoln, both on the line at the same time. Hello there. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> Who are you? Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Does, and his mom. Does, and his mom. <laughs> does Obi-Wan Kenobi say, I'm all right? That's, did he just say it or not? Uh, Obi-Wan, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. The Holy phones God. are banked. I'm not doing this. Yeah, come on, just do you it. You come do it. Come play along. Just, you know, we might be missing out on somebody really famous. You yeah. know, we, we have so We're going to just take it live? Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll do it live. Line two. Line line two. Hello. How are you? Uh, Obi Wan. I appreciate. Turn that radio line two. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Who, who is this? Who are we talking to? Don Herbert. Don Herbert. Are you famous, Don? Well, I had one episode on television. Yeah. With the Diesel Brothers. Oh, the Diesel Brothers. Uncle Donnie, they called me. <laughs> Wow. Hey, that's pretty good. That is not bad. Hey, Don, thank you very there you much. Go. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. Take, we appreciate take it. Take Don's number down. He might be a winner. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Don. Thank you. We're off to a good start. Somebody get Don on the phone. <laughs> About those pictures. Okay. Uh, do we want to try line three? All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to line three. Uh, line three. Uh, oh, Austin's punching <laughs> Austin, up line three. Hang Austin's on. Austin's a little rusty answering the phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why are you taking shots at Austin? <laughs> I mean, he hasn't. <laughs> uh, line, line three. Hello. How are you? Hello. <laughs> okay. Line, line three. Who are we speaking with? Hello. <laughs> Chewbacca, oh, Chewbacca from the Great Beyond. <laughs> well, Chewbacca, thank you <laughs> from the Death Star itself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening, Chewie. Enjoy Chewy. all of your work, Chewie from uh, the celestial realm somewhere. Yeah, that was that was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get his number. I'd like to you know place a few calls. Can you go to a jazz game from the Great Beyond? <laughs> do you need Do you need a ticket? 
<laughs> he probably could just float on down. Uh, let's go out to uh, Jeff. Uh, hello, Jeff. How are you? Hey, guys. I uh, successfully got the state of Utah to grant me a gambling license to host legal poker tournaments. And it was good until Mark Shirtliff called me into his office and asked me how in the world I got the state of Utah to grant me such a license. And I made the news for that. Okay. How, how did you How did you answer the question? How did you do it? <laughs> I, I uh, just filled out my application for a business license. I gave them an outline of how I was going to run it. I was granted said uh, business license. And then competition came in with uh, not looking for business licenses, doing everything behind the state's back. And Mark said, well... You either stop or I hound you until uh, you go to jail. Until you make a mistake and go to jail. All right. Okay. So I uh, give a vote for gambling, man. Uh, Jeff, thank Lord, you for the born. for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, our next uh, next call is uh, Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. Yes. Hello, Jimmy. Jimmy, who? Yes. Jimmy Stewart. Oh, this is James Stewart. Jimmy Stewart? James Stewart, back from the grave. Oh, well. Not really, but, yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> well, that is my name. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. That makes, that makes more sense. All okay. Right. Okay. Well, well Jimmy, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, participating. We got, <laughs> we got calls rolling in. Come on. Someone's got to be legitimate, don't they? Like, Bob Redford, give us a call. <laughs> I like Jeff, who was on the news once. That was <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we got. No, we got no, one. Of the no, no. We had we had Don who uh, was on an episode of uh, what? What was the the TV show? Again? Diesel Brothers. Diesel Brothers. All right. Yeah, we got we got that. We got uh, we got uh, uh, President Uchtdorf. I I am the brother of of Dieter Uchtdorf. My my name is Helmut Uchtdorf. I believe I'm the most famous. <laughs> I'm uh, not quite as uh, wise or spiritual as my brother, but uh, I enjoy so much listening to, uh, to the two of you talk back and forth, back and forth, and roasting each other, and it, it seems to be the burn, the burn, uh, the burn effect when, when one catches the other off guard. It's, it's, very, it's very entertaining. Helmut, Helmut Uchtdorf? Helmut Uchtdorf. That's brother Uchtdorf to you. Well, Helmut, thank you for listening and thank you for participating. Well, we're off to a roaring start here. We are off to a, I mean, a big start. I think I think Don is still in the lead. Because uh, okay, the got? Diesel Brothers, what what station is that on? Uh, Discovery. Oh. I went to high school with Dave Sparks, by the way, in Diesel Brothers. Really? So th- oh, okay. So so Don so far is in the lead, although so Austin, Helmut... Austin's got the lead, I think. Helmut Uchtdorf is close. <laughs> All right, we have another... Uh, one more, well, for now. We'll go for now. We'll go out to, to one more. What line are we on here? Line one. Uh, hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. <laughs> Who's good. this? Who are we talking to? Oh, this is uh, Zach Efron. How you guys doing? Zach, Zach Efron, Efron, the actor. Yeah, just out promoting uh, the new Ted Bundy movie. Don't know if you guys caught it at Sundance, but just want to let you know I'm a big fan. I appreciate all the support. Uh, what's it like being Zach Efron? You know, a lot of people think it's all glitz and glam, but it's not easy. I tell you that right now. It is not easy. 
I loved you in The Greatest Showman. Hey, that means a lot. I appreciate it. Zach, I think you're the biggest hack. I'm going to be honest with you. You don't like Zach? No, you're a hack by guy. I don't, I don't know. No, thank you. He's wow. just, Zach, he's just jealous. Well, but he does host a movie-related radio program. <laughs> I appreciate you listening, but man, you suck. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I disagree. I think he's cool. Well, you know, Austin, I love you, and I love the, the movie zone. <laughs> okay, thank you, I Zach. hope you feel really bad about I yourself don't, not now. a little. I hope you feel not bad. Not even the slightest. Zach, thank you for listening. We we really appreciate it, and we enjoy your work. Any other famous people out there? If you know a famous person who occasionally listens to the show, get a hold of them and have them call in. We'll, we'll, we'll continue this through the, through the whole show. We will. <laughs> we'll do this at another time. <laughs> no, really. If you're really famous, uh, we're going to do three hours of this. No, no, okay. just sprinkled throughout. Eight five five three four zero zone. Get a hold, all you agents and all you people out there. Get a hold of somebody really famous who occasionally listens, and yeah, we want to know. Uh, Clint asks, says the the super famous Tony Parks doesn't listen to you? <laughs> well, first of all, it's the world famous Tony Parks. And uh, he's probably trying to get through as we speak, but just can't because the lines are... I've are got banned. all his numbers memorized. Yeah. <laughs> They're not being answered. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, can we can we talk about what, what yeah. happened uh, last night? Is that uh, all right? Yeah, it happened all right. Let's, uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Austin? Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Curry near wing. Screened by Looney. Curry doubled, dribbles around it to the rim. He scores. Oh, left hand on the right side of the basket, and Curry makes it a 104 all game with 434 to go. And for the first time in over 50 years, the NBA will see a team go to the finals for five straight seasons. Final score, Golden State 119, Portland 117. The Warriors win in overtime and sweep the Western Conference Finals four games to zero. I think the way that we play, we don't take anything for granted. Um, every single night, especially when you get to the playoffs, uh, there's a hunger about us. And whether we win or lose, you know, it, we take pride in how we play. And, you know, five straight finals and the historic nature of what that is, is kind of crazy to think about. Um, we want to enjoy it. We know four more wins defines your season. Oh. Man, what a start to the show. That was fun. Keep those calls and cards coming, folks. If you're famous. If you're only famous. Uncle Donnie. <laughs> From Diesel Brothers? Our boy Uncle Donnie. Woo! Yeah. I'm feeling good. The Warriors in overtime, Gordon, have uh, swept out the Trailblazers from the playoffs. 119, Just as you predicted. 117. No big deal. Just as I predicted. But they, I mean, I mean the Warriors are just a better team. Kevin Durant, no Kevin Durant. They're they're better than Portland. They're better than everybody else in the West, and odds are they're better than everybody else in the East too. So that uh, that came out. Terry Stotts, uh, some news came is uh, just finalizing a contract extension with the Blazers, as he should. And uh, they're also negotiating a super max contract for one Damian Lillard. So mm. there's some news that uh, that came out today after the series is over. But as for the game itself, Gordon, isn't it crazy? The big stat that's uh, that's going around the media today is that Portland, as a whole, led in this series for more minutes than the Warriors did, <laughs> but the Warriors swept the Blazers. Well, they fall behind by 17, 18 points and got them right where they want them. They come charging back and uh, win the darn game. I love that. A team that has that kind of confidence 
And that kind of firepower without their best player is, is something special. And if I had told you beforehand, Jake, that uh, Lillard and McCollum were going to total, what was it, 54 points, and that Miles Leonard was going to score 30, you probably would have thought Portland was going to win that game. Probably, but they're playing against the Warriors where no against, lead is safe. Playing against the Warriors, I tell you, it's like the little Dutch boy who's got his finger in the, in the dam, however the story goes. It's just a matter of time before that thing bursts open. And with Draymond Green and Steph getting triple doubles, and with that team being able to clamp down on defense, that when when Lillard was trying to get that shot, and Clay Thompson came over and uh, and with Draymond Green and put the yeah. hammer on him, I mean that's just impressive stuff all the way around. And I know a lot of our listeners probably don't like Draymond Green with his antics and all that stuff, but 14 rebounds, 18 points, and 11 assists. I mean, I know you might not like him, but you got to admit, the guy can flat play. He can, and he's the one who makes the Warriors able to be the Warriors, not offensively, because I think we often overlook just how good they are defensively. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson's a, a lockdown defender. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best defenders in the league. And then Draymond's versatility allows them to do so much. And you look at, you know, we can talk about the comeback. Portland only scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, when it came down to, as my good friend Gordon Monson says, nut cutting time. <laughs> uh, Golden Greg State Foster said it first. Golden State just absolutely locked down the Blazers, and you know we laughed at Ennis Cantor, who sent out those tweets after they beat the the Nuggets and Oklahoma City. Can play Cantor, talking mm-hmm. about Billy Donovan uh, when he said can't play Cantor all those years team. ago. <laughs> Not against the Warriors, as Ennis only played 13 minutes last night, and he he's just a complete liability out there because of what uh, how versatile and how Golden State plays, and and Draymond Green is a huge huge part of that. How many teams can you take the best player out of the game, out of the series, and sweep? None. Outside of the Warriors, there's not one. Now, remember what Charles Barkley said before this? uh, He said that the Warriors couldn't beat Houston. Or any other series is what he said, yeah. And, he couldn't and have been more wrong. Charles, you were wrong. And we're all wrong sometimes. It happens. But, man, this team is impressive without Kevin Durant. If I'm Kevin Durant and I'm sitting there and I'm watching this happen, I'm thinking this team doesn't need me. I might as well go somewhere else. Well, they don't need him to, I, I guess, accomplish. I mean, I, I think to say that the Warriors are a better team without Kevin Durant, that just – yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't believe that. But the the thing, the way Kevin Durant plays, he is a ball stopper, and so the way the Warriors play without Kevin Durant is different. And uh, I think it's more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But the the one on one player in the NBA still has a tremendous amount of value because it's the easiest way to score. And when everything breaks down and teams make defensive ad- adjustments and and things start not working. The NBA still goes to, I'm going to give it to my best guy, he's going to beat the guy you put in front of him, and he's still going to score. And Kevin Durant is better better at that than anybody in the NBA, including LeBron. And so when he's in the lineup, you have to use that. You have to. Mm -hmm. 
but when he's not there and they play like the uh, like I think the Jazz want to play with right. the blender and the the movement and the pick and roll and all those sorts of things. I mean, it's a it's a thing of beauty. And Portland is completely ill-equipped to deal with that in any way, shape, or form. But if they play Milwaukee in the next round. That might be a different story where defensively they're more capable of playing against that style, in which case Kevin Durant, is his value goes up and up and up. Because Milwaukee's big, long, athletic, and they're the best defensive team in the NBA. They're going to need Kevin Durant probably in the finals. Well, needs maybe a little strong. It would help. Do you think the Warriors are rooting for a, a seven-game series? Back I don't think they care. They're going to have nine days off regardless, I believe. Austin, isn't that correct? Gonna have, I heard. Uh, you, yeah, game one is the thirtieth. Right. So. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll give Kevin some time to get himself back together again. We'll see how it goes. But yesterday, last night, as that game is happening, I'm looking out in my backyard and I'm thinking how wonderful my analogy was. How your tree analogy yeah. from yesterday? No. Yeah. Uh, we don't. Uh, let's not go. But uh, uh, you got to admit, it was good. You nailed it. No, 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 no. It is. Yeah. You, you don't think so? No, I do. I just said yes. No. Should I re- should I recap for those who missed? No, it? no, no, no. Gordon cut down some trees and his yard looked fine. End of story. We've heard this story a hundred times. <laughs> let's it, move on. You heard it once. Twice. Twice. I've told that story twice. Yeah. When did I tell it before? Yesterday, twice. You told it again at six o'clock. Oh, <laughs> hello. Yeah. Oh, that's a good story. I don't think I can top that. Uh-huh. It's funny how we forget sometimes what we say in the strange six yeah. how that happens, isn't it? Very strange. Uh, all right, we'll get to uh, more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. We'll talk a lot of NBA today. Keep those famous calls coming because we. we I really want to find out. I think that would be kind of fun for us, don't you? Sure. Open mic gets to the front of the line. Just say it. Open mics are an easy way to communicate with us as well. No, I'm only if you if you really are famous. We want to talk to you live. Coming up a little later on in the show, Josh Parcell is going to join us at the top of the four o'clock hour. Uh, Josh, uh, one of our national college football experts during the college football season. However, he also hosts a radio show in Charlotte, North Carolina, current home of one Kemba Walker. For how long, we will talk to Josh about that. And we'll we'll mix in some college football with Josh as well. There's never a bad time to talk college football. And Bowler will be in the house coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. He's a terrific BSer. Is is, is Bowler coming in the studio? Yep. Yeah, Bowler's coming in. So it'll be good to to see Craig Bowler Jack in the 5 o'clock hour. Apparently that'll make my wife happy. Stay tuned for that. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. This is DJ and PK. Former BYU basketball coach Dave Rose. I did want to say something when you're talking about DJ and PK. For about two and a half years, that was my nickname, DJ. My name's David Jack. When I was in seventh and eighth grade, one of my coaches just started calling me DJ because we had a couple Davids. But then we moved from California to Houston and I lost it. But we can go DJ and PK for another couple hours. Well, I'm thinking that, you know, we can actually phase out the original DJ. (laughs) You can slide in. I do have some time, actually. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
thing about Jordan Love. I'm writing a QB story right now, and I'm talking to a few coaches about uh, the top quarterbacks in the country, about guys to keep an eye on. His name comes up all the time, all the time. So to a degree, I think there are people on a national level who don't know Jordan Love. The people in the profession, I think this is a breakout year for him and a kind of a breakout career for him to a degree that perhaps um, I think you'll start hearing about him in the NFL draft in the very near future. Not to say he's going to go this year, but you'll start hearing about him at the prospect. That was Paul Meyerberg on with Tony and Austin earlier today. Ben, oh, last week, excuse me, uh, talking a little college football. We'll get into some college football here. But band of the day today is Donnie Osmond, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. And we were talking about famous people that, that would be listening to the show right now. And isn't Donnie the most famous of all Utahns? Uh, he's got to be up there. Is he I mean, still doing his lounge show down in no, Vegas? No, I think this. Well, they're clo- they're wrapping it up. If it's not over yet, I saw it. It's good. If you were a if you were a singer artist, you know whatever, wouldn't uh, a stay in Vegas? What do they call that um, when you're down there? A residency? And wouldn't that be just the way to go? I'm sure they're just raking in the dough down there. Don't have to travel anywhere. You know, oh, hang yeah. out. Yeah, they can fly home if they right. want. Right. Live the good life down there in Las Vegas. Weather's usually pretty good. Maybe bounce, take a vacation in the summer. But I would think if you were somebody like Donny Osmond or what, Elton John, Celine Dion, Britney Spears, all these people that have done that down there, that'd be living the dream, yeah, right? Yeah, you think so. Yeah, and you're entertaining people who are eager to see you every, every show. You're selling out every night and you don't have to go anywhere. If anybody knows Donnie, and he, I know Donnie's a sports fan to some degree, isn't he? Why Why are we begging for attention today from famous people? What is the, do we need an ego boost or something? What's going on? If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> yeah. You're darn right. Okay. All right. Well, if you're listening out there, Donnie, tweet Gordon or something. Make him feel better. No, no, no. Call in. Call in. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. <laughs> that is the number. 855-340-ZONE. Or Marie. <laughs> sure, Marie, give us a rig. <laughs> Any of that Osmond crew down there, let us know. Holler up. I mean, we had, uh, what, uh, President Uchtdorf's brother call in. in the <laughs> Helmut? First, Helmut Uchtdorf in the first segment. So we'll take siblings. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk a little college football here. A couple things uh, on the agenda. You heard, My- uh, you heard Meyerberg talking about Jordan Love right there. Uh, Mel Kiper of ESPN fame put out the 2020 NFL draft rankings, Kuiper's top prospects at every position. And he has top prospects, senior quarterbacks, and then underclassmen quarterbacks. And Jordan Love comes in at number five on uh, Mel Kiper. So looking at uh, quarterback play for the next level. I don't, I don't think that that should be much of a surprise to anybody. No. I, I think Jordan Love's got the, the size and skill to absolutely be an NFL prospect. I agree with that completely. And having gotten to know him a little bit last year, uh, I, I, uh, I think even more that way. That was one of my favorite columns of yours last year, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was a very interesting yeah. story. Uh, Jordan is... I wonder how he's going to do this year with uh, with so many of those offensive linemen graduated. It's going to be a little bit different. Losing some of will, his top targets as well. Will they be able to protect him enough for him to be able to show what he can do? And probably not easy to adjust to a new coaching staff. You know, he had he had such a rapport with the old coaching staff and my lookalike up there. That's that right. uh, I think that was I, I think that was kind of a 
a, a nice team of coaches and and you know player being on the same page and you did you wrote about that in, in that column in fact that he's going to have to build that new rapport with the new staff and so I think that that will be a challenge and something that we'll have to find out but the talent is the talent is there yeah yeah I think so and and having spoken with the coaches up there they they uh, I remember them circling. I think I mentioned this before, but I, I remember them taking note of a play against BYU. I think it was fourth and goal, something like that. And Jordan Love, uh, he threw a touchdown pass, but the receiver he threw it to was his fourth option. Wow, a receiver doing checkdowns, or uh, excuse me, a quarterback doing checkdowns. It's not something you often see in college football no, these days. That's that's pretty impressive, and it was impressive to the coaches as well. That tells you the kid is maturing into a seasoned quarterback who's got more than just talent. PK asked DJ an interesting question this morning. I'll ask you the same thing. It, does Utah, the University of Utah, win more games last year with Jordan Love as their quarterback than Tyler Huntley? Well, if you're asking me if, if I think Jordan Love is a better quarterback than Tyler Huntley, then my answer is yes. But it, And this is where I thought the conversation this morning took an interesting turn. Maybe you believe that, but would Jordan Love be a good fit for Kyle Whittingham's system or what Kyle Whittingham wants because he wants a quarterback who can run? And not that uh, Jordan Love is Dan Marino back there, but he's not the runner that Tyler Huntley <laughs> is, right? <laughs> Sorry, the image of Dan Marino running around. Not a runner, Dan. <laughs> not a, not you know, a runner. And, and you know the thing that Marino did, one of the things he did so well is if a defensive lineman or a blitzing linebacker uh, or, or defensive back came anywhere near him, nobody could dump the ball or throw the ball away better than Dan Marino because he didn't even want to get touched. Well, yeah, and with that elusive uh, lack of elusive <laughs> capability, <laughs> he better get rid of it or he's in real trouble. Uh, well, if, if, if I have Jordan Love as my quarterback, I'm going to change that offense up. Yeah. He's worth it. But the great coaches adjust to the players they have. They don't try to force the players to do what they have some preconceived idea of what an offense should be. Not if you have Jordan Love. Yeah. And Utah's targets aren't necessarily terrific either. So, I mean, uh, I think they're good enough. I think Jordan Love would have been able to take advantage of that. Are you kidding me? Britton Covey would have seen the ball coming between his numbers every single game a bunch of times. Yeah, but Britton Covey wasn't the issue with Utah's receiving core. They just have, they haven't had a number one for a long time. And Covey's a slot guy. Uh, and and you can't argue with his production. Well, but he's, maybe a he's, quarterback like that would make receivers better. Yeah, maybe. I think he would. Utah needs more top-end talent at receiver, which is, is which is hard, uh, a tough ask for that program because if you were a top-end receiver, why on earth would you go to Utah? So uh, you can block? <laughs> nice recruiting pitch there. <laughs> we want you to come here and really hone in those blocking skills. Because you're not going to see the ball much. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you hear the crowd roar, you know either Tyler Huntley or Zach Moss is heading downfield. And you're blocking. And was, you best turn worked. around and lay a block. <laughs> That's what we want from you.
some practice that. What do they do in in Utah's football practices? Do the receivers? I mean, are they hitting the the the, the dummy over and over again? They should be. <laughs> Son, let me tell you. Uh, talk to you about the glory of blocking at the University of Utah. <laughs> this will get you a pro contract. I want day. you to come here and block a lot. <laughs> I think we're overcooking that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I do think Jordan Love is a terrific talent, and uh, I, I think he's very good, and I think he would make any team better. Um, but, you know, Tyler Huntley is built a little bit more for maybe what Kyle Winningham wants out of a quarterback, and he's, he's well, said that yeah, on but, numerous well, occasions. Yeah, I, but, see, I disagree with that. I think if he had Jordan Love, he'd bend that offense around. Maybe. Andy Ludwig certainly would, and I think we're going to see him run a little bit more of a traditional offense at Utah. Which, well, by the way, for two point five million a year, then he he best uh, he best be able to be uh, ambidextrous and flexible and all kinds of stuff. Well, let's hold the phone a little bit. He's not making two point five what, what is a it? year. What it's is it? Two point five over three. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that sounds a, little, a lot better a the first time. It's eight hundred and twenty grand. A <laughs> that's year. nothing, man. That's peanuts. For an accomplished uh, offensive coordinator? That's really Sorry, I good. got carried away there for a minute. That's the highest paid coordinator in Utah history. <laughs> he's making a, he's, he's closing in on Kyle Whittingham. What's Kyle up to, four? Yeah, 4.1. Good to be Kyle. It is good to be Kyle. And if he retires during this contract, he also gets paid like an eighth of his salary for eight years just to play golf. <laughs> he's going to be spending a lot of time in the South Pacific, I have a feeling. Yeah, you know, doing uh, associate athletic, because they would give him the title of uh, associate athletic director or something along those lines. Be like, I'm, I'll help, but I'm helping from uh, Tahiti. Here's have Ka- a good one. Kyle Whittingham picks up his phone, <clears throat> calls his financial advisor. Yeah, Bill, what can I do with all this money? Uh, invest in condos on Maui? Okay. Sounds good. Uh, that is the other news of the day. Uh, Kurt Cragthorpe of the Salt Lake Tribune uh, digging into the contract of Andy Ludwig. He will make $820,000. He signed a three-year contract. Um, That's and, not surprising at all. Well, the three-year contract is a little bit. Oftentimes, mm. assistants don't sign long-term deals. Mm, they should, if they're good. Well, you I just, think he's good. Uh, you just don't see it very much. That's all I'm saying. And you haven't seen it very much up in Utah. Well, they probably had to do it to get him. I do think he's an upgrade over Troy Taylor. I don't think there's any argument about that. Really? Yeah. Seem to be a lot of Troy Taylor defenders out there. Really? Yeah. Based on what? Um, that stellar performance against Washington in the Pac-12 title game? It just it just seems like, well, let me not to bring up a, a sore subject, but we talked about how maybe he wouldn't be good enough for it wasn't good enough for that job and was. It, it, it being encouraged to leave, <laughs> let's just say we got a little pushback on that whole, <laughs> on that whole thing. Oh, well, it's the way it goes. It's but, an upgrade, but that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's probably an upgrade too. We'll see what he does. Yeah, if if Utah can get that offense clicking, and think about it, with the defense they have, with that defensive front. They're they're going to be capable of of uh, of living up to the preseason hype. Unlike a lot of fans out there, uh, though, I think that Utah should only pass the ball maybe like two times a game. <laughs> Come on! I think they need to to run, run, run. Don't you know that run the, some more? Don't you know that the capability of throwing the football opens up the run game? It doesn't matter. 
They need to do what Norm Chow did when he had his one year at coordinator for Utah. <laughs> throw Come the ball on. throw the ball deep on the first play of each half. <laughs> And then just, just run it loosen, down their throat. Just to loosen everyone's joints up a little bit. For the bit. rest of the game. That was the game plan. He, he pulled John Hayes aside and he said, all right, I don't, I don't care if it's accurate. I don't care if there's even a receiver in the neighborhood. I just want you to throw it as far as you can. And then we're going to let John White the fourth run for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, wait a second. Ready, break. I think they have a slight upgrade from John Hayes. No, no offense, John. Agreed. But- but and I'm overstating it obviously to prove a point. But I, I think Utah is now and should be going forward a a heavy run team. Well, I'm not exactly sure what that means, but uh, I think it it would help Utah's offense to be able to pose a threat in all the quadrants on the field. I think that you want to see uh, an Andy Ludwig coordinated offense that resembles Wisconsin in his years up there. And not, I, I never understood why they hired Troy Taylor, who had an air raid background anyway. That made no sense. No sense whatsoever. Kyle Whittingham doesn't want to run that offense. Are you crazy? Maybe he wanted to be able, maybe he wanted to be capable of doing it, just not quite as frequently. Hmm. All right, we'll get to more coming up next. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. I want to remind you of our friends at Homie. Did you know that Homie assigns a whole team of realtors and specialists to sell your home for a flat $1,500? That means thousands of dollars in hypothetical realtor commissions back into your pocket. That's innovative. That's fair. That's a company who's got your back. That's Homie. More big show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. When it comes to Tyler Huntley, I think he started to show some really good promise there for a bit on what he's ultimately capable of. Now with him being healthy this upcoming season, I'm curious to see what he does with Coach Ludwig. Can Coach Ludwig get the absolute best out of this guy to get that type of efficiency for a premier year to take place? What excites me for Tyler Huntley and Andy Ludwig is I believe Andy Ludwig when he says he uses the player's strengths to their advantage. He wants to take what you do really well and make the team excel on that. And I thought Troy Taylor did the opposite. Tried to make you into something so that his scheme would work. And I think that will benefit Tyler Huntley. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hello, this is Gilbert Gottfried. What kind of a show is this? Nobody famous listens to your show. I only called in to say one thing. Go Utes! Hey guys, Donald Trump here. I am the biggest, most fantastic fan that you will ever have. No one will be bigger than me. I listen to you every day on the app from the golf course every day because that's all I do. Thank you. Bye. Hello, this is Mickey Mouse. I love the big show, Jake and Gordon and Austin and all of you guys talking about sports and jazz and cougars and, and utes and it's so great. I love it so much, almost as much as I love Minnie. Well, maybe even more. <laughs> oh, thank you to Gilbert, Mr. President, and Mr. Mouse for listening to the show. That, you know what? The- Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. You ever notice on that show that the ears never turn away from the cam from the camera? They're always. I have noticed that. Yeah, that's a marketing thing. Yeah. I believe it. 
Uh, trying but to brainwash all your kids out there. I, I I believe Mr. President was right. It doesn't get much bigger than the President of the United <laughs> States, right? That's pretty famous. It is. Pretty famous. I'm surprised he didn't just tweet at us. Well, is, I've got him blocked. So. He, is, he is active on Twitter. That is uh, that is true. Josh Parcell is going to join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, we talked to him during the college football season. He's one of our national college football experts, Gordon, but he also does a radio show in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to ask him about uh, Kemba Walker and his we'll pending. We'll ask him if the Jazz have a chance to sign him. Yeah, we will. Well, on that note, Gordon, did you happen to catch what happened on Donovan Mitchell's Instagram story today? No, I didn't. By the way, I love all these, you know, Insta, these social media, you know, vague <laughs> things. But uh, he put out a, a picture of a Donovan Mitchell bobblehead doll mm-hmm. standing next to a D'Angelo Russell bobblehead doll. No, did he now? He did. So, you know, interpret that for what you will. Wow. Now, why would he do that? Well, D'Angelo Russell, coincidentally enough, is a restricted free agent this mm-hmm. offseason. Uh, he was a big part of what the the Brooklyn Nets did last year, so and he's a, a a fine young developing player. Do you think Donovan is trying to uh, is trying to make his friends some money? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Donovan's doing there. So the uh, price will get jacked up so that the uh, the Nets have to pay him more. I think the only way that happens is if Brooklyn lands a big time free agent. If they swing and a miss, I don't think. I don't think D'Angelo Russell's going anywhere. Hmm. Wouldn't you think? Well, that's what I was saying, essentially. Yeah. That it's just an exercise in making him more money. Hmm. Well, you I know, the, the reason you know that D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell is going to be good for a long time is because the Lakers didn't want him. <laughs> you know, Linda Rambis. And if Magic doesn't want you, you're going to be great. <laughs> going to be terrific. <laughs> You take so much pleasure in ripping magic, don't you? Buck? <laughs> I do. Uh, or as Rob Palinka calls him, Irvin. So D'Angelo Russell gets uh, moved on from the the Lakers, move on from D'Angelo Russell, all-star <laughs> in, uh, in Brooklyn. They also give up on Julius Randle, best season of his career <laughs> in New Orleans. Indeed. And Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Tearing up the playoffs. They didn't they, even want him. They didn't need him. They didn't even want him. They Dude. wanted JaVale McGee. <laughs> Good call, Buck. <laughs> Whose idea was that? I'm not sure who to blame. Is it Buck? Or is it Rob Palinka? Or is it Kurt? Or is it Linda? Or who was that uh, that dude we were talking about yesterday, oh, uh, the ticket Tim? guy? Tim Harris or something? The ticket guy. <laughs> or Phil Jackson? Going who down knows? The line. But there's three players that uh, that moved on from the Lakers and had immediate success. <laughs> yeah. Uh, laugh it up, everybody, because for the time being, it's funny. I don't think, uh, you, you know what, to be honest with you, Gordon, I don't think the Lakers get it back together to a grand extent for a long time. I really don't. And and well, to how be honest, long has it been since they were in the playoffs? Six years. I I've had this opinion since uh, the passing of Doctor Bus. You never know how those transition of power and ownership goes, and the kids are not necessarily the old man. And the old man did it better than any owner in NBA history. And the kids are not Doctor Bus. They're not Jerry. And the kids have proved to be a complete disaster. Well, it has not gone well. They have the worst record in the NBA over the past six years. 
Since his passing, they have the worst record in the entire NBA. Wow. Worse than Sacramento. Worse than the Knicks. Who else do we want to throw out there? The worst. Bottom of the barrel. Worse than the Suns. What would Jerry say about this? He would have done something about it and probably done the right thing as opposed to, you know, hiring Buck. <laughs> you don't think he'd be giving Linda, Linda uh, Rambus a, a big, uh, a big uh, vote in what goes on? I mean, after Jeannie canned Jim, her brother said, boy, you're really bad at this. We're, we're not going to have you do this it anymore. Like, Who knew yeah. it would get worse? <laughs> Most people thought it would get better. but It's gotten worse. Yeah. I suppose so. Her first big hire, Buck Johnson, gone. Yep. Rob Palinka apparently is the, is the biggest backstabber in the NBA. I I did not remember this until Hans mentioned it on his show today. Uh, he and Scotty from Noon to Three, of course, that Palinka was Boozer's agent when they hoodwinked Gordon Gund. Oh yeah, that 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 was. I understand that the Jazz benefited from that, but that was absolutely disgusting. What happened there? I mean, it was, true. It was, it was flat out crooked. True, Cleveland was trying to break the rules. Well, you know, yeah. So but maybe shame wink, on wink. them a little bit, too. But, yeah, it was certainly dishonest. Yeah, that was that was skullduggery at its finest. Yeah. So there's maybe that the, the type of dude that – because when they hired Polinka Gordon, I actually liked the idea of hiring an agent because Somebody they're dialed into yeah, that world. Uh-huh. And has connections in that world. I I love I like the concept of that, but there's also a chance you hire an agent who's, you know, the agents are out for their clients and out for themselves, and so maybe you hire the wrong guy, and and he's not going to bring the right type of attitude uh, to that position. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Josh Parcell joins us next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Okay, do you ever listen to a song that you listened to back in the day, and then you went, like, decades, and then you play it again, and you, like, know every word? It's just like muscle memory. It just I comes do. back to you. Yeah, a lot with Pearl Jam. See? Like, I could, I think I could do three or four Pearl Jam songs that, like, I could do Jeremy. Jeremy. I could recite every word for you right now from the song Jeremy. You sound like uh-huh. you'd be fun to hang out with. Wait, that's used in a negative context, typically. No, I was Are being you serious. Right? You sound like you'd be a real hoot at a party. Because nothing gets a party hopping like listening to Jeremy. Okay, so okay, so it is an attack. Fun. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh.